The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. To another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Thursday, May 18th edition. And it's quite the edition. We had a five-game early and five-game late slate with no pitching whatsoever. But uh, we will make it happen as we always do. Hope everybody had a good Wednesday as we get closer to the weekend. And um, made a little money. But uh, interesting DFS night to say the least. Real quick, looking at your Thursday, we have chances of rain everywhere. Some small, some big, but there are chances almost everywhere. Nats at Pittsburgh, um, obviously check Kevin Roth. This could have changed, but uh, just 15% chances most of the day. But then as the day goes on into the evening, it picks up. Wind blowing out hard to left field in Pittsburgh. Baltimore at Detroit, wind blowing in hard from right field, which is nice for a total. For a game that's got a total of 10 or more, it's nice to have the wind blowing in. Rain again, about 15% throughout the day, but picks up into the evening with thunderstorms. Rockies, Twins, first uh, first game of a day-night doubleheader, wind blowing out hard to right field. 15% chances of rain all throughout the game. Phillies at Rangers, wind blowing in hard from right field, which is nice to see because it'll be almost, uh, it'll get close to 90 degrees, really humid. Ball should be flying today. And chances of rain between 15 to 25% and gets thicker as the evening goes on. Cincinnati at Chicago, wind blowing out hard yet again for the third straight day, so keep an eye on that one. Uh, Brewers, San Diego is not on either slate. Toronto at Atlanta, we have um, 30% chances of rain, and then it peters off to about 15% chances, so it might be a late start. We'll see how that goes. Yankees, Royals, you're talking... Anywhere from 35 to 50%, and it just gets worse as the night goes on. That could be one to definitely keep an eye on. Definite potential at uh, a delay or a postponement in New York, Kansas City. But weather can obviously change. Wind blowing out hard in Oakland to center field, Boston at Oakland. Miami, the Dodgers are fine, and Chicago and Seattle are fine. But uh, yeah, before you come west, it is interesting in the weather department. We look at game totals. We have offense galore as usual. Nats at Pirates over under 9. Baltimore at Detroit over under 10. Rockies at Minnesota of game 1 over under 8. Definitely one more targeting. 
Phillies at Rangers over under 10. Reds, Cubs has not come out yet, but the wind blowing out the way it is. Expect double digits there. Mentioned Brewers, Padres not on the late or either slate. Late slate, Blue Jays, Braves over under 7.5. Yankees, Royals over under 8.5. Red Sox, A's over under 9. Marlins, Dodgers over under 8. White Sox, Mariners over under 9. So yeah, one game below 8, and that's Blue Jays, Braves. We have definite targets tonight. Let's get into your early slate, and your first option on the day is your highest-priced option, um, but I'm not going there. John Lester is 11300 He's in a good spot. He's against the Reds, but that wind blowing out for one is just scary. You see the Reds, they've hit the ball against Hendricks and Lackey, and Lester, you know, he's been pitching better, but he's still been getting blown up, and you can run on him, so you get, you know, Billy Hamilton and company on base that can steal bases. On a slate with very limited pitching options, I have no problem if you want to use Lester. But um, today is a massive GPP day just for the fact that it's such a mess. Lester striking out about 25 or so percent of the batters he's facing. Last 30 days, he's moved up the 25th best barrel FIP at 340. He's getting barreled 20 or 2.33% of the time, striking out 24.81% of the batters he's facing that time, but he's still walking over 10 batters per nine. Or 10% of the batters he faced, which is not good. Uh, the Reds have a team Woba of 335 against lefties, which is outstanding. And they're only striking out 18% of the time. Um, but lefties are only hitting 229 versus Lester. Righties 291. So it's a gamble, especially in that hitting environment that you will see in Wrigley today. Massive gamble. High price tag will limit your bats elsewhere unless you go real cheap with pitching, which you can. But... Um, I'm going to mention him as an option. He's definitely an option. The matchup is okay. He's just been so hit and miss. But on a day like today, I can't fault you for going that way. Next up, another guy would be Dylan Bundy. 9100 bucks at Detroit. Another big total of 10 in that game. I like both offenses. I like Baltimore way more than Detroit. We'll get to that later. But um, Bundy has just been great at limiting hard contact. Uh, overall in the season, he's the 21, 21st best barrel fifth. At 3.53, he's getting barreled 3% of the time, striking out over 18% of the batters he's facing. Uh, he's gotten hit around a little bit more of late, but he's still been outstanding. Uh, he's been great. Mo and I talked about it when we recorded around the bases last night as a possible regression candidate. Uh, he's been really, really good this year. Eventually, I feel a blow-up's coming. When? How? I don't know. It could be today. But Detroit runs out a lot of right-handed bats. Um, Bundy. Does do well at uh, riser hitting 304, lefties hitting 317. See, both riser and lefties hitting over 300 against a guy with an ERA in the low twos is just crazy. Um, if you look at his Sierra, his Sierra is 429, so there's definite regression there. His FIP and XFIP are definitely regression candidates. Tigers 320, Woba versus righties, striking out 22.6% of the time versus righties. Bundy is definitely an interesting option. I will throw that out there, but um, we will see. So Bundy is an option, GPP, but it's scary. The top option on my board is Tanner Roark at 8900 bucks in Pittsburgh. He'll probably be very popular today on this very crappy slate. But 8900 bucks in a hitter or pitcher-friendly Pittsburgh. Coming off a rough start against Philadelphia, but prior to that, at Philly pitched great. At Colorado, we even pitched well. He's just, like, he limits damage. He's not a big... Uh, Big numbers, guys. His strikeouts usually don't jump off the page. He'll get you five or more, more often than not, which is outstanding. 8900 bucks on a very rocky slate is something we can get behind. 
striking out over 20% of the batters he's facing. Pirates striking out 19% of the time. 289 team Woba versus righties, which is bad. Their only lefties right now are John Jaso, Adam Fraser, and Josh Bell, which, you know, I like Bell. He even went yard yesterday. I mentioned watch out for Bell. Uh, he's a good young hitter, but it's just inconsistent. The offense is not scary, to say the least. Could Tanner get blown up? No doubt about it. But coming into the game, uh, lefty's hitting 291, righty's hitting 275 versus Roark. I think he's a really good play at 8900 bucks. Probably popular, but on this slate, not bad at all. Going to Minnesota, Irvin Santana, 7400 bucks. Uh, at home, game one of the double dip against the Rockies. Santana has been outstanding. Last time out in Cleveland, seven innings, two hits, five Ks. Only one blow up this year was at home against Boston, where he gave up four home runs. Prior to that, he has been outstanding, 20 points or more in almost every start. Going up against a Rockies team that um, strikes out 22.7% of the time against righties, league average well above 314. The Rockies have a team total, implied team total of 388. Lefty's hitting 274. Righty's hitting 284 versus Santana. Um, Santana's not going to be this good forever, but he has limited the damage on the season. 20th best on barrel FIP. Uh, 349 getting barreled 1.98% of the time. That is outstanding. Very good stuff there. The weather is another factor that I love. I mentioned chances of rain. Not super crazy chances, but it's going to be. Um, very cold. We're talking low fifties, very, very cold, windy, low fifties. Um, very good pitching environment. Uh, the Rockies can hit, there's no doubt about it, but it's a good pitching environment for urban Santana at 7,400 bucks. Definitely worth a look today. Moving on to uh, a gamble, some gamble plays. Cause yeah, that's where we're at. Martin Perez, 6,500 bucks. I've mentioned him, uh, last time. He's not going to light the world on fire for you. He's at home against Philly, but he's just a quality start guy right now. He's three of the last four starts have been quality starts. Not a ton of, you know, fantasy points production because he doesn't strike out a ton of guys. But um, definitely limiting damage. It is a very scary ballpark. I mentioned Texas. The wind will be blowing in from right field, which is a plus, but it's going to be very, very hot, very, very humid, very good hitting environment. So buyer beware there. You're talking Martin Perez. He only strikes out like 12.5% of the batters he faces. Um, the Phillies striking out 20.6% of the time versus lefties. They have a team Woba of 336 versus lefties, which is very nice. They have a high team total today of 468. Lefties hitting 277 off Perez. Righties 338. Definite gamble, definite GPP option. Not a ton of point upside, but um, he's been consistent. That's what we're looking for most of the time. Uh, and my last option today on this nice, lovely slate, we go back to the Colorado-Minnesota game. And this one I kind of like a lot, um, which means he'll probably get blown up. But for a punt play, he's very enticing. Herman Marquez of the Rockies, he's 5000 bucks. 5000 you already got my attention. I mentioned how great of a pitching environment is going to be weather-wise, which is a big plus. Uh, he's been pitching it's like every other game, but last time out, Eight innings, three hits, no earned, eight Ks in Coors against the Cubs. Then he got beat up in Coors against Arizona, but then at Coors Light, six innings, six hits, no earned, eight Ks. So when he's pitching well, he's getting you strikeouts and getting you at least six innings. He's gotten six innings and three straight starts, six innings or more and three straight starts. Going up against a Minnesota team 
that has where'd he go? Oh, right there. Strikes out twenty two point two percent of the time against righties. Uh, team Wobo three thirty one, which is not too shabby. They have a, an implied team total of four one two. Lefty's hitting three thirty, righties three sixty eight off of Marquez. Small sample. He's only faced four games. And you think about it, he faced the Nationals, Arizona twice, and the Cubs. So he faced three really really tough offenses. Really tough. So by any means, is this a you know lock? Lock him up, play. Not a chance. He's five thousand for a reason. But in this situation in Minnesota at five K, I like him a lot. You can match him up with Lester if you feel like it. You can go Rourke, Marquez, Santana. Like I wouldn't go Santana, Marquez, same game. But there's options here if you want to get weird on this early slate. Both slates pitching's bad, so you're gonna have to take gambles somewhere. So the early slate we got uh, Lester at eleven three, Bundy at ninety one, Rourke at eighty nine. Santana at 74, Perez at 65, and Marquez at 5,000 as your options today. Let's take a look at the bats real quick. At the catcher's position, Jonathan Lucroy, 3900 bucks versus Pavetta. Texas stack definitely in play again today. They've won eight straight. I saw their stat last night. They're scoring almost seven runs a game in those eight games. And their pitching's also been outstanding, but ERA below three or around three. So think about that as well. Starting pitcher ERA. But Lucroy, thirty nine hundred bucks, really solid spot. Wilson Contreras against the lefty, Amir Garrett at thirty six hundred bucks is in play as well. Wellington Castillo, beef Wellington for the Orioles, thirty five hundred versus Jordan Zimmerman. Zimmerman has been getting tattooed by righties this year. Uh, Baltimore implied team total of five point zero two. Lefty's hitting three thirty one. Righties hitting three seventy eight. When you look at the bottom twenty five on the season. Jordan Zimmerman's FIP is 640. He's number one with getting barreled 8.05% of the time, only striking out 12.64% of batters this season. If you go to the last 30 days, he's the sixth worst, getting barreled up 7.75% of the time. He's been getting crushed all season long. Baltimore, I love because everyone's going to flock to the Cubs again. And, you know, it's a great matchup for him again. Last two days, they've been chalkier than chalk. I like a pivot to Baltimore and Texas today. And sprinkle in some Philly if you're not using Perez. Matt Wieters, 3,500. The Nats are a great spot, too. Going against Tyler Glasnow. Glasnow can't find the strike zone at all. He's been getting destroyed. Nats team total 4.59. Lefty's hitting 401 off Glasnow. Righty's 376. Matt Wieters, 3,500 bucks. You got Cameron Rupp catching for Philly at 3,500. Robinson Chirinos, 3,400 versus Pavetta. If Lucroy's out, I like Chirinos a lot at 3,400. Um, remember day games on getaway days, you might see some interesting catching options. Alex Avila, uh, he came in when Miggy got scratched, batted six, played first base, hit the ball like he always does. I don't know why he sits as much as he does, but Avila, first base catcher, 3K is a solid, solid play if he makes the lineup today. Uh, if you want a sneaky catcher, if he starts, Caleb Joseph for the Baltimore Orioles. Against Zimmerman, he's a right-handed bat. He'll be twenty-eight hundred bucks. Nice cheaper option there if you want to go a little off track on that one. Could be interesting. Let's head over to first base. Anthony Rizzo, forty-eight hundred bucks. Ryan Zimmerman, forty-seven hundred, is a phenomenal play yet again. Crush Davis, I love him today at forty-six hundred dollars. Joey Votto, forty-six. Desmond's forty-four. Reynolds, forty-four. Some good plays here. Check in on Miggy Cabrera's day-to-day. Mike Napoli, 4,100, is in play against Pavetta. 
Tommy Joseph versus Lefty Perez, 3,800. The thing with Perez, as bad as his numbers can be, he just doesn't give up a ton of home runs at home, which is really weird in that ballpark. For some reason, he just doesn't. not saying he won't. It's just very, very odd with his stat matrixes or whatever you want to call it that he just doesn't do it. Trey Mancini, the right-handed bat for the Orioles, first base outfield eligible versus Zimmerman, 3,500 is in play. Mentioned Josh Bell, he's 3,300 is an interesting look. Mentioned Avila already, and that'll take you through the first base position. We head over to second base for your letoff, but Daniel Murphy at 4,700, definitely in play. Brandon Do- Brian Dozer, 46. Cesar Hernandez, 41. Ruggie Odor, 4,100 versus Pavetta is a good look. Mentioned Rangers have the highest implied team total be- outside of the Reds-Cubs game because there's no total yet at 5-3-2. Lefties hitting 324 off Pavetta. Righties are hitting 551 off of Pavetta. Keep that in mind. Ian Kinsler, 3900 versus Bundy. Ian Happ, he's up to 3800 bucks, folks. You can't get him for free anymore. He's not $2,700. Uh, you got Zobers at 38 Javi Baez versus the lefty Garrett, short, uh, $3,600. He's second base shortstop eligible. Jonathan Scope, 3400 for Baltimore is an interesting play. Uh, you got Jose Peraza because he can steal bags. Lester does not hold guys on well. He's 3200 if you want to. GPP option there. He's not the best play, but a very interesting GPP play to say the least. Moving on to the third base position. You got Chris Bryant at 5,300. Nolan Arenado, 49. Manny Machado is a solid, solid play at 4,800 bucks. Miggy Sano, 4,700. Uh, Rendon, 42. Joey Gallo, 42. Mikel Franco versus the lefties, 4K. Castellanos has been slumping mightily, but he's still a great bat. He's 3,600. Eugenio Suarez, 3,600. is an interesting play. I don't mind the Reds against Leicester. I really don't. He's been pitching better, but great hitting environment. They've been hitting great all year. I don't mind the Reds at all. They'll be slow, so low owned in that matchup. Going to shortstop, you got Trey Turner at 4,800 bucks. Elvis Anders at 4K. Addison Russell, 3,700. Rich Garrett, I like that a bit. Cozart went deep last night. He's 3,700. Mentioned Baez. You got Pat Vileka for the Rockies at 3,300. Eduardo Escobar is a shortstop third base option at 2,900. Uh, after Escobar, it gets a little dicier. You got uh, J.J. Hardy if you want to get really weird at 2,800 bucks, but I just don't recommend Hardy. If Wilmer Defoe plays, he could be an interesting punt at 2,800. Um, that's about it at the shortstop position. Heading to the outfield, you have Bryce Harper at 5,600, Charlie Blackman 52, JD Martinez is up to $4,500. Damn it. But still a really good play today if you want to fade Bundy. Trumbo 4,300 is an outstanding play in the outfield. Schwarber 43. Billy Hamilton owns John Lester, plus he'll steal a ton, 4,200 bucks. You got to get on base for that, but if he does, he will steal a ton. Um, Nomar Mazzara at 4,200 is definitely in play. Keep that in mind. Uh, Mazzara's hot and cold, but definitely worth a look there. Aaron Althair, 4,200 versus Perez is a solid play. Since you 2, 4,100, Justin Upton, 4K. is cheaper outfielder in Detroit, which is nice, but I still prefer JD if you can afford him. Uh, Adam Jones, 3,900 bucks. Odubel Herrera, 39, like both of them. You got Kepler, 38, who's been slumping. Adam Duvall, 3,800 versus Leicester is very intriguing, to say the least. Uh, Seth Smith, 3,600 versus Zimmerman. Robert Parra, 36. 
like both of them. Delano to Shields, 3,600. Michael Saunders mentioned him yesterday. He hits lefties well. Do not be scared off by the lefty-lefty matchup. He's 3,600 bucks. Mentioned Trey Mancini already. Got Robbie Grossman at 3,500. Scott Schebler, lefty-lefty's eh. a little scarier with him, but still 3,400. Joey Ricard, 3,300 for the O's if he's in the lineup. <clears throat> Could be interesting right-handed bat option there. When you go down the outfield list from there, it gets a little bleaker to say the least. Yeah, and that'll just about do it for us. Alrighty, there's your five-game early slate. You got your pitching of Lester at 11-3, Bundy at 91 Tanner Rourke at 8,900 at Pitt. He's my top play option there. Um, safe is not a good word to use in fantasy ever, but he would be, if I had to say the word, he would be the safer option, but doesn't mean he's not going to get hit. Santana, 7,400. Martin Perez, 65. And Marquez at 5K. Your stacks, Cubs, no doubt about it. Don't mind the Reds at all versus Lester. Um, righties are hitting them better than lefties, obviously, but only a clip of 291. Rangers versus Pavetta is outstanding. Team total 532. Lefties 324. Righties 551. Orioles, uh, I love the Orioles today versus Zimmerman. 502 team total. Lefties hitting 331. Righties hitting 378. Absolutely love the Orioles today. Tigers versus Bundy. Uh, total, the total in the game is 10 right now. Tigers implied team total is 498. Lefties hitting 317. Righties 304. Tigers are a heavy right handed lineup. So. The total confuses me. It's saying the Tigers are going to blow Bundy up. So, <clears throat> if the total's true, go for it. They're not always true, obviously, but interesting look there. Phillies versus Perez implied to do a 4-6-8. Rise at 3-38 off of Perez. Interesting um, Phillies stack options there. Nats versus Glass now 4-5-9 implied to total. Lefty's hitting 4-0-1. Righty's 3-76. Nats are always in play. So, yeah, your early slate... Tons of hitting options. Pitching is disastrous, to say the least. And um, be careful. That's all I'm going to say. Be careful. Now, let's get to your evening action where we have five more games. Starts at 7.35 Eastern instead of your normal 7.05. And it does not have game two of the Rockies Twins, which really sucks. You got Chatwood versus Barrios, two of the better pitching options tonight. But I digress. We'll look into Marcus Stroman, 11-3 at Atlanta. I hate pitchers in this new ballpark, but we're going to look at this one. A, the team, the game total is 7.5 lowest on the entire day. Freddie Freeman left with a hand injury. Got hit in the hand. X-rays were inconclusive. He's having uh, other scans done today. If he is out of the lineup, that makes it way more intriguing. Stroman striking out about 20% of the batters he's facing. Brave striking out about 20% of the time. League average Woba of 315 versus right-handed pitching. The ballpark is scary. Stroman doesn't usually get lit up. He limits damage. The price tag, I can't. On a regular loaded slate, I would not touch this price tag. But 11-3, um, he's only really gotten blown up once this year, I think it was. Uh, twice. Twice. And two, four, five, six, and eight starts. So... Not bad. He's coming off of six innings, two earned, nine Ks against Seattle. Decent start against Cleveland. He's really hit and miss. Not a huge strikeout guy. Um, like got nine versus Seattle, ten versus Tampa Bay a few starts back. But other starts like ones and twos and threes. So 
the overall point production is what always scares me off of Strowman. He's in a very good matchup against an Atlanta team without Freddie Freeman. Takes a big hit. You still got Kemp to deal with. You know, NCRT is okay. Marquez is okay. But as a whole, big hit. Um, interesting play at, at, with Strowman at 11-3 if you want to go that route. Next one is another play I'd rarely ever play, but tonight we're going there. Hung Jin Ryu, 9100 bucks at home against the Marlins. Uh, he's coming off a horrible start in Colorado on his first start off the DL, but that's Colorado. I'll take it with a grain of salt. Prior to that, he was okay against Philly, five and a third, three hit, one earn, nine Ks at Giants, six innings, five hits, one earn, three Ks against Colorado, six innings, seven hits, four and seven Ks. He's dicey to say the least. Um, his control has been a big issue. He's striking out over 22% of the batters he's been facing. The Fish strike out 20.6% of the time against lefties, but they have a team Woba of 354. They had lefties well, but it's not as well as you think. It's like Stanton, Osuna, Prado's not there anymore. It's just a weird dynamic. Real Muto hits righties better than lefties. It's an odd thing, but Osuna crushes him. Stanton hits him well. It's a scary one-two punch, but you're going to be in L.A., which is nice. Very nice uh, environment there. And the Marlins have the lowest team total on the board at 357. Lefty's hitting 373, righty's hitting 401 off of Ryu. So another gamble of a play, but if you keep seeing where we're going tonight, you're going to understand why Ryu is definitely on the options list. Um, after Ryu... After Ryu, we go down to another one that I rarely ever play, but we'll look into tonight, is Julio Tejeron of the Braves. A lot of it's because of his price tag of 8800 bucks. He's um, been really bad lately. We've been fading him, and it's been working. His last 30 days, he's eighth on the bottom 25 barrel FIP, getting a barrel FIP of 590, getting barreled up 6.4% of the time, walking almost 10% of the batters he faces, only striking out 15.2%. But we know what he can do, and he's facing a Blue Jays team that strikes out 21.4% of the time and has below team average Woba of 295 versus right-handed pitching. Jays have the second lowest implied team total on the board at 372. Lefties hitting 338. Righties are only hitting 239 off of Tehran. They are a righty-heavy lineup outside of either Smoke or Vargas. You have Carrera and Goins are the only ones that come to the top of my head right now. I could totally be messing something, but you know, you got Devin Travis, Joey Bats you're worried about. Um, I think one of their backup catchers is a lefty because Martin's out. But as a whole, their offense has not been good against right-handed pitching. They have been heating up. We targeted them against Fulty. They hit pretty well. I have no problem stacking against Tehran again tonight, but the pitching is that bad. He's an interesting GPP-only play. Very interesting because the upside is there with Tehran at all times. K upside especially in this matchup. One play I do like, Jordan Montgomery. 8100 bucks at the Kansas City Royals. Montgomery's been pitching pretty well this year. He has his rookie hiccups. Like his last start, six innings, eight hits, four earns, but seven Ks. He's been getting you around 15 points every start, which I absolutely love the consistency there. Strikeouts are there. He just has to avoid that big inning, which he seems to find more often than not. Um, going up against a Royals team that struggles against left-handed pitching. 261 team total against lefties, which is way, 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 way bottom of the barrel. 
uh, striking out 21.1% of the time versus lefties. Montgomery striking out 22.5% of the batters he faces. Royals have a team total of 428 on the day. Lefties hitting 380. Righties hitting 308 off of Montgomery. Uh, you'll see a lot of righties in that lineup outside of like Hosmer, Moustakis. Gordon doesn't scare me at all right now. Um, yeah, he'll probably go yard after that comment. But uh, I like Montgomery. He's actually my top option at 8,100. I have no problem rolling the dice on the other guys, but Montgomery is my favorite option on today's slate, or the evening slate. Next up, we'll go to Hector Velasquez, Boston Red Sox at the Oakland A's. We're in big old number 82, 6,400 bucks. Velasquez has been a Mexican League pitcher for years. Pitched really well there. Um, I was looking into him. Not the biggest strikeout arm on the planet, but it's not horrible. He's decent. He's been outstanding this year in Pawtucket for the Red Sox. 155 ERA, .79 whip, and five starts. Uh, you're going to be filling in for Stephen Wright and company, this banged-up rotation. Uh, total gamble. You don't know what you're going to get because it's going to be his you know, maiden voyage. But the we do know what the A's bring, and it's 23.2% strikeouts versus righties. A 313 team Woba versus righties, which is not the best in the world, to say the least. They have an implied team total of 453, but I don't know how you can really do that without knowing what you're going to get against Velasquez. I think it's the fact that he's priced at 6400 on his first appearance says a lot about who he's playing and his potential. I will definitely be having him in my lineups. Uh, not all of them, obviously, but I will be rolling the dice on Hector Velasquez tonight. Don't sleep on him. And then another one which will be so, so, so slow, low-owned, and I would not use him on a regular slate. At 5100 bucks, Sam Gaviglio probably butchered that. He's a bullpen arm. They're stretching out for the Mariners because of their injury problems. He only went two innings last time out. Two hits, one with a solo homer. Four Ks in his two innings of work, 30 pitches. He got you 9.3 points in those two innings of work. He should be up to 50 to 60 pitches tonight. So the win might be out of the question. But if he can get you four to five innings, the strikeouts are definitely there. The guy is a flamethrower. He had a 3-3-1 ERA in, in Tacoma, AAA this year. 16 Ks to three walks. Big strikeout arm. Um, going up against the White Sox, who we know just struggle against righties. They had that big inning against Shoemaker out the gate, and then they went to hell. Um, I believe they scored two in the first, like two in the third. And Shoemaker still came out with like 20-plus points last night because of the strikeouts. Um Gavaglio <clears throat> facing the White Sox. White Sox strike out 23.3% of the time versus righties. 281 team Woba versus righties. Um, they have a team total of only 409. You got to take the numbers against Gavaglio with a grain of salt. It's so, so, such a small sample. But um, a very interesting play. It'll be like no one's going to own them unless they're getting just crazy like we are. Uh, the win, if you don't play for the win in this. If he gives you five innings and a chance to win, outstanding. The Mariners should be able to hit Covey. We know that for a fact. But um, very interesting play. Huge strikeout upside. That's why I like a big K upside on a night where everything sucks. So strong win 11-3. Hungjin Ryu 9,100. Tayher on 8,800. All GPP gambles. All of them. All of them. Montgomery 8,100 at Kansas City. Velasquez 6,400 at Oakland. Gavaglio, 5,100 versus the White Sox. Let's check out your bats. 
at the catcher's position. Gary Sanchez, 4,800 versus Duffy, is an outstanding play tonight. He has been raking since coming off the DL. Yankees are just on fire. Uh, implied team total, 4-4-2. Lefties are uh, hitting 216. Righties, 326 off of Duffy. Duffy's been very hittable this year. We mentioned um, when it comes to the last 25-day barrel FIP, he is bottom 25, number 21 overall. 5.17 barrel flip, getting barreled up 5.26% of the time, only striking out 13.5% of the batters he's facing. So he's been struggling lately. Still does it with smoke and mirrors. He's pitched well, but I'm not using him against the Yankees for one. And um, Yankees right-handed bats definitely in play. Gary Sanchez, awesome play tonight at 4,800 bucks. You know, it's Monty Grandal, 3,800 versus Volquez. Grandal versus Wright, he's always a definite option. Salvi Perez, 3,700 versus Montgomery's in play. Tyler Flowers, 3,500 can be sneaky versus Stroman. Steven Vogt, 3,300 versus Velasquez. Don't mind him at all. Um, Sandy Leon versus Sonny Gray, 2,900. Or where's Vasquez? Where'd he go? Or Christian Vasquez, 2,300 versus Sonny Gray. I don't know who they're going to use with uh, the new pitcher, Velasquez, because they have a setup right now, but I don't know what they're going to do in this matchup. If Luke Molle is catching for Toronto, he's 2,400 versus Teheran. Interesting punt option there. You shouldn't need to punt too much tonight, but you can if you need to. Catching pretty bleak. I love Sanchez if you want to pay up, but otherwise there's some cheap options worth gambling on. First base, mentioned Freddie Freeman's day-to-day. He's 5,600. You got Jose Abreu, 4,400. He's been raking, went yard again, I believe, yesterday. Cody Bellinger, first base outfield eligible at 4,400. Yandri Alonso left the game. He's day-to-day. He's 4,200. You got Matt Holliday, right-handed bat versus Duffy, 4,100. Definitely in play there. Kendris Morales is 4,100. If he's playing, he's the man to play for the Jays. If he's not, Justin Smoke, cover boy. He went yard yesterday. He's 3,900 bucks. Uh, you got Justin Bohr. I wouldn't use him. Ryan Healy, 3,700. First base, third base eligibles in play. Danny Valencia has been swinging a little better bat of late. We like him more against lefties and righties, but against Covey, he's 3,700. I wouldn't really go there, but if you need to, he's an option. Second base on the evening slate. Starling Castro, 4,300. Solid play versus Danny Duffy. Dustin Pedroia, 3,800 versus Gray. Red Sox are definitely in play as well. Devin Travis, 3,800 versus Tehran. Chris Taylor for the Dodgers and swinging a good bat. He's 3,700 versus Volquez. Jed Lowry, 3,600 versus Velasquez. Brandon Phillips, 3,600 versus Stroman. All decent plays there. Yolmer Sanchez, he's up to 3K for the White Sox. Been playing really good second base for them. Very much in play tonight at 3K if you want to get some White Sox action there. Not the worst play there at 3,000 bucks. Third base. Seager, 4,200 versus Kobe is outstanding. Lefties are smoking Kobe. Uh, the numbers I have for you here. First, Seattle's implied team goal is 491. It's the highest on the evening slate. A lot of lefties hitting 308. Righties are actually hitting 543 off of Kobe. Keep that in mind when we get to Mr. Outfield. But Frazier, 4K. Or uh, Seager, 4,200. Todd Frazier, 4K versus Gavaglio. That uh, Kobe right-handed bat number makes Valencia actually look a lot better. Justin Turner, 3,900 versus Volquez. Always getting play versus a righty. Mentioned Mustakas, 3,700. Chase Headley's a switch hitter. He's 3,500 versus Duffy. Uh, I can go Derek Dietrich. I wouldn't, though. Really wouldn't. Not against, not against Ryu. 
Right, it doesn't go deep is the only good thing, but I wouldn't do it. Shortstop, Segura, 4,800 versus Kobe. Right-handed bat versus Kobe. Great play. Xander Bogart's 4,200. Corey Seager, 45. He's just been slumping, but Corey Seager on this slate, not bad. You got Taylor Motter, 3,600 second base shortstop option for the Mariners against Covey. Uh, Ryan Goins, 3,200 versus Tehran is in play. And that'll do it at the shortstop position. Let's head to the outfield and wrap this bad boy up. You got uh, Mookie Betts is on fire. He's 5,300. Aaron Judge, right-handed bat versus Duffy, 5,100 bucks. Nelson Cruz, right-handed bat versus Kobe, 5K. Man, if you get all three of those in there, whew. Um, I avoid the lefties today against Duffy if you, if you can. I would. I really would. Um, Matt Kemp, 4,600 versus Stroman. Bautista's been on fire, 4,500 versus Tehran. Check out a round basis pod handle. The bat flip by Bautista is outstanding. He might get beamed today. Just throwing it out there. Mention Bellinger at 4,400. Giancarlo Stanton versus Ryu, 4,400. One of the Marlins to definitely target. Kevin Pillar, 4,400. Ben Intendi, 4,300. Sonny Gray has just been getting lit up. Hard contact after hard contact after hard contact. Nintendi 4,300. Enciarte, 4,100. K with a Chris Davis slumping at 4K. Marcelo Zuna crushes lefties. 4K versus Ryu. Ozuna is a great play today. Switch hitting Aaron Hicks. Went yard yesterday. He's 3,900 bucks. Good look versus Duffy. Ben Gamble, 3,900 versus Kobe. Gamble just keeps hitting the baseball, folks. Avisil Garcia, 3,800 bucks. Don't mind him at all. Got Jorge Soler, 37 bucks versus the lefty Montgomery. Matt Joyce, 37 versus Velasquez. Jackie Bradley Jr. went yard again yesterday. He's up to 3,700 bucks. Maybe he's breaking out of his funk. Decent series versus the Cardinals. Homer again last night. Maybe something's coming with JBJ. Jock Jams, 3,700 bucks. Uh, the Milkman's 36. Lurie Garcia has been leading off for the White Sox. He's 3,400. He's definitely an interesting play there. Um, Mark Kana, he's 3,200. If Alonzo's out, Kana's likely in at first base. Keep an eye on that. I'm not saying he's a much play by any means, but he could be a sneaky play. Uh, and that might just do it since they've taken most of our value away these days. Yep, that'll do it. Outfield over, bats over. Let's recap the pitching. Stroman 11 3 at Atlanta. Ryu 9100 versus Miami. Taylor on 8800 versus Toronto. Montgomery 8100 uh, at Kansas City. Velasquez 6400 at Oakland. Gavaglio 5100 versus the White Sox. For your evening stacks, Mariners versus Kobe's outstanding. Team total 491. Lefty's hitting 308. Righty's 543. When you get. Uh, the A's are an intriguing stack. You just don't know what you're going to get with Velasquez against the A's. You have no idea. Red Sox versus Sonny Gray is awesome. Team total 447. Lefty's hitting 317. Righty's hitting 375 off of Sonny Gray. Right-handed bats versus Sonny Gray. Dodgers versus Volquez. Team total 443. Lefty's hitting 356. Righty's 332. Dodgers love to hit righty's Team Woba of 352. So definitely Dodgers are in play there. Yankees and Royals are both intriguing. Uh, I mentioned lefties are actually hitting Montgomery at 380 clip compared to 308 for righties, which is interesting. Really didn't see that one coming. Right-handed bat versus Duffy. Mentioned that one earlier. 
Um, White Sox versus Gavaglio. You're going to get a lot of Mariners bullpen, which makes the White Sox kind of interesting. It's tough to gauge what they'll do versus Gavaglio, but if he goes four or five, then you get the Mariners bullpen after that. White Sox will be extremely low owned. So if you go with those leadoff guys like Garcia and Sanchez and put some Abreu and company in there, not saying go all in on the White Sox at all. I, if you don't use any White Sox, it would not break my heart. It's just an interesting angle. And Braves, Blue Jays, low team totals, but in that stadium, nothing would surprise me. Uh, definitely watch the weather tonight, guys. I mentioned it's a mess everywhere. Don't sleep on that. But overall, it's ugly. Both slates are ugly. Don't go crazy. Back, we'll have full Friday in action tomorrow on the weekend, so don't blow it all today. But have some fun. Definitely play it. Um, the arcade mode, people are liking it. I still have not tipped my toe in this, the water yet. I can't back it just yet. But um, from thesportsdjs.com, the Mitch has a, an arcade article coming out today. He's been playing it. Did really well last night. He's starting to like it. So he put a little uh, article out for it today to help you with your arcade games. I hope everybody has a good Thursday. You're five game early, five game late. We'll be back tomorrow with a full day of action. Um, so check us out at thesportsdjs.com. Check me out at BDNTrick. New episode of Around the Bases with Bubba and Mo, episode 12, dropping today. It's actually already on iTunes and SoundCloud. Check that out. Some good stuff. Prospect talk, fantasy baseball talk. Derek Jeter, the works. Check it out. Um, but more importantly, good luck today, and I will catch you guys tomorrow.